0: I'm Sebastian Maffoud, and you're listening to WCAT Radio, the on air wing of Enroute Books and Media, bringing you the dulcet sounds of Catholic wisdom. Hello, everyone. This is Mike Frey from Bereavement Miracles. Welcome. Today is my first Bereavement Miracles uh, going live on YouTube. We've done the uh, radio program for two over two years now on uh, uh, WCATradio.com. Uh, and now uh, our producer, uh, Sebastian Mafood, has asked me to do these bereavement programs on live uh, on YouTube for, for you people to join in. Now there's a couple of things I have to uh, go over before we get started. Right now we're using freeconferencecall.com, so if anyone would like to uh, call in and, and has a problem, wants to talk to me, you feel free. Uh, But the number there is 515-604-9344. Now if you call that number, I'll hear you through the computer and we can dialogue back and forth. If it becomes a problem where there's feedback, uh, I'll take care of that myself on this end. We might have to uh, terminate that if we do get too much feedback. I do have right now what's called live chat. So if you are watching me, and you have a question or a comment, feel free to just type in. Go. Obviously, you're on uh, the YouTube watching it, so just type me a, a question, and I'll be able to see it right here. Okay. So, what is bereavement miracles? Well, let let me just kind of catch you up. For the last couple of years, I've been doing this every Monday at four o'clock, and I spend an hour of my time on the well on the radio taking calls. Uh, helping people to get through some of the difficult times that they're having, uh, whether it is bereavement a loss of a loved one, possibly you know you're going through a divorce or maybe you've had or you know someone uh, that committed suicide or you're you're having thoughts yourself uh, i'm here to try to help throw a lifeline out to you that's the intention uh, obviously i don't make anything off of this. I just do this out of the goodness of my heart, because this is what Christ wants us to do. And so, therefore, this is what I can offer to you folks. Uh, I do have a master's degree in pastoral studies. Uh, I do have one in religious studies. So uh, this program is designed to uh, help those that are going through some tough times. I wrote a 12-step program to recover or recovery okay now this 12-step program takes us from our brokenness and it brings us to a point where we become productive in our lives again and and that's the point so why did I go and put this program together well you know let me let me throw this out on the table to you I've been uh, a member of AA for 35 years and it you know, God brought me to AA. AA brought me back to God. With that being said, uh, my um, sister, my sister Michelle, who has now gone to heaven, uh, required a kidney. And, you know, I tested uh, as being a perfect match and was more than uh, um, willing to give her one of my kidneys. And so you know 10 years she had another uh, you know she extended her her lifespan here on earth and uh but when she became very sick in the in the end um things kinda of snowballed where you know I had to take my sister's um, license away because she was hitting things with the car and because I at 11 years old at the time before I gave her I was I think I was in my mid or mid 20s or something like that when I gave Michelle the kidney but at at an age of 11 I was hit by a car so Michelle lived down the street from the school and I did not want to get a phone call that my sister is you know uh, plastered up against a tree or she had killed somebody and I knew that she was clobbering things with the car so I had to go behind her back and take her license away and of course the doctors supported that decision. So the point of the matter is is that Michelle was very very angry at me, very angry, and in two weeks Michelle had uh, died. I carried that guilt for many many years. So this program is that in which I have received through going to Holy Apostles College and Seminary in Cromwell Connecticut which I'm a big uh, advocate I advocate people to go there because uh, the tuition is very reasonable but it also brought me back to God and through study I was able to understand this plan this salvation plan that God has in place for us so with that being said as I was Moving toward my master's degree, I decided, you know, the 12-step program of AA really works. Why wouldn't it work for bereavement? And I felt inspired, and just went ahead and put a program together. And I used it as my capstone project. Uh, People know that as like a thesis, say, or it's at the end of your your master's um, uh, you know courses you have to kind of come up with some kind of capstone project that and it, um, it brings it all together and so this program I put together because I know that it would work and right now I have a program in Meriden Connecticut uh, that uh, on Tuesdays at three o'clock every Tuesday at three o'clock we meet at the St. Laurent rectory which is now we're going to be moving to St. Joe's pastoral rectory uh, at the end of July in 2018 and we're going to be holding our meetings there but this program we're using right now actually you can see a segment of this uh, meeting unfold if you go to Uh, uh, WCATradio.com and remember at WCATradio.com you can just click into listen now because I have free conference call or you can hit the link that says YouTube which I hope that you're watching. Uh, With that also being said uh, kinda of lost my train of thought there so I let me re- revert back so uh it's there it's posted there for you to listen um, but anyway the, the producer of wcatradio.com radio dot com asked me to do a radio spot and for two years I've been doing this now good c- Catholic Programs are listed right there on wcatradio.com. Also, if you'd like one of these books to kind of follow along, I'll show you the cover of it. This is uh, the book, it's called Bereavement Miracles. It's the second edition that we're using. Uh, This cover right here is the Seal of Unity and Hope. My sister Monica, uh, through Private Revelation, her soul received a message to paint this. My sister's very artistic. I can't draw a straight line. But she drew this. And so she allowed me, this is what's called the seal of unity and hope. And there's a a great explanation at the back of this book, um, what Monica, all the different symbols, what they uh, represent. Okay, it's a little hot in here. I'm not sweating because I'm in front of this camera. That's not the case at all. Um, I'm really happy to do this. Now, if you want to call me, go to WCATradio.com, and there's a link there on Monday at uh, 4 o'clock, and the number is 515-604-9344. That's 515-604-9344. The access code is 914121. Okay, so if you call in, I'll be able to receive the, your call, and we can dialogue back and forth. Okay, now for all of you that are watching, thank you. Spread the word. Uh, this program is filled with hope uh, that life is not over uh, because a loved one uh, has passed on, or you have gone through a divorce, or you have some stinking thinking when it comes to thoughts of suicide and whatnot. I'm presenting you a way in which you can, not say beat this, but understand this and also come full circle and realize that by embracing God, we don't have to carry the, the, the remorse, the guilt, uh, the loneliness. Because God becomes the center, not my loved one who has passed away. But again, it's a process. So I'm going to try to glance down at my book and go over the preamble. Now, this meeting is being held around the country. If you would like a copy of Bereavement Miracles, you can certainly go to Root Books and Media. That's Root Books and Media. And you can, you'll Search around, and you'll see Bereavement Miracles. You can order it there. If you are a religious uh, organization and you need uh, a number of books because you want to run with this program, you can contact the, the publisher at the at the bottom of Enroute Books and Media, Doctor Sebastian Mafu, who's a wonderful man, uh, who's the academic dean for the online uh, courses at uh, at Holy Apostles College and he'll extend a uh, discount for religious uh, nonprofit organizations or folks you can go to Amazon just make sure when you type in bereavement miracles you type in also second edition okay you don't want the first one right, we want the second edition now this program has been I've revised it and I'm going to again but right now if you want to run A Bereavement Miracles Program. It's a 12-week program. I realize that after 12 weeks, people are not like better. They're they're getting on with life. But for me, it's just a continual. We'll we'll see you next week. So we've been going to Saint Laurent Rectory uh, for over a couple of years now, and people have completely turned around. Sure, they do hurt. I'm not here to try to tell you that all your pain is going to go away. Certainly, I have tears some church uh, when a certain uh, 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 hymn is played, and it touches me. I think of my sister, and you know. But the point of the matter is, is through faith, family, and fellowship, you can come out of the malaise. You can become productive you can be happy again and it is through Christ that is the whole premise behind this is to understand that Jesus loves me and that I can do all things through him Uh, but it does take time and effort Uh, but we are whether it's here or in my groups this program is centered in Christ the Catholic Church okay I believe in the Catholic Church. Uh, so let me just kind of paraphrase uh, how it works. But to finish up what I was saying, that if you don't know how to run a meeting, I've I've already figured it out how to do that. So on page um, eight, when you if you buy a book and you want to run with this, it tell, I already told I. I I've already written it you can see how to chair a meeting so you just read this and you just follow the the uh, system and again what I'm trying to do is systematize theology with our woundedness okay this is not all theology okay this is me you and others helping each other and that's the domestic church that is how we help each other, is through others. Okay, so this program is a process. Uh, how it works, uh, to kind of skim over that, and we're going to get into step one today, because we're kicking off a new uh, format. Uh, so within this program, there is a fellowship, and that fellowship is based on unity. And, and a real sense that you're not alone, and you're not. I'm telling you right now i I know my friend Sebastian, I know my wife Linda, and I know millions of other people love you, the people that are hurting right now watching this, or will be watching this. We love you, the church, the Catholic Church, and of course i'm this is not an exclusive club here, uh, but I advocate the Catholic uh, doctrine the church, because I do believe in the real presence. Uh, In the in the Eucharist, in in the dogmas, and the in the doctrine, in the Pope, and all that kind of stuff, I believe in that. And God doesn't ask me to understand all this, and I certainly don't. If you really want some great theology, uh, you can watch EWTN, or you can listen uh, to uh, WCATRadio.com, and on this particular channel, EnRoute books and media through YouTube, we will be getting other hosts that will be running with this program live so you can interact with them. Okay? So again, you're not alone. But the point of this meeting is for you and me uh, and the folks that are in my group to identify the same common experiences in dealing with death or divorce or stinking thinking which is maybe some sui- a, a suicide or whatever it may be it, it comes in different forms doesn't it traumatic thoughts traumatic events it all comes in different shapes and sizes doesn't it and it comes at the the worst times but because of a program like this it should be re- hopefully that you re- Rely upon Christ as the means to a full recovery. That's the point. I have found that other ways in dealing with grief and remorse and sorrow don't work. Medications for me didn't work. Um, believe it or not, I'm an advocate of walking and talking with God. I have folks in my group right now that are walking and talking with God like I do. You get out, and you walk for an hour, and you talk to him. You cry to him. Whatever you have to do, you just get away from everything, and you start walking and talking with God. And this is how you can get better, uh, one day at a time. And that's the the whole idea, like in AA, one day at a time, one day at a time. Okay? Now, remember, the, the, the sense of grief can also be accompanied with guilt, because I had guilt. There's no doubt about it. I thought I killed my sister. By taking her license away, she says, I'm not taking any more of my medication, and then two weeks she was dead. And, you know, I gave her one of my kidneys. Now what am I supposed to do? I, I was like the kiss of death over here. But I realized that th- this this whole process that we call life does include death. It does. But the point of the matter is, is that we don't have to do this alone. And we can do great things while we are here. Let me just jump ahead and just bring up a point of um, discussion. Today, on Monday, uh, July 16th, in the Gospel of Matthew 10, uh, 34 through 11, it talks to Jesus, uh, Matthew records that, Jesus says, "Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth now this is kind of a rhetorical mind bender when you really think about it he i I have come to bring not peace but a sword huh you know what, what's going on here this is contradictory uh, for I have come to set a man against his father so what he's doing is that he's laying this he's got us kind of uh you know in our we stopped. We're, we're stopping. We're actually listening. What What is he talking about here? Okay, for all for a couple of years now, he's been preaching love and everything, and now he's coming out with this. What What is he doing? So it goes on to say that whoever loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever does not take up his cross and follow me. Uh, is not worthy of me, and it goes on and on and on and on and on, okay so i 'm going to get right to the point here and whoever gives up only a couple 's cold water to one of these little ones to drink because he and she is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward now, the last sentence is what I was hoping to get to okay this I think is the most important uh, uh part of this gospel reading. When Jesus finished giving these commands to his twelve disciples, and that's us, okay, we are disciples in Christ, right? Okay, he went away from that place. Okay, left. To teach and to preach in other towns. So the point of the matter is is that we get this kind of hard line by the Son of God. But the point of the matter is, is what he's saying is that in order for us to evangelize the faith, we have to give it away. And he is now out there going to other towns. He's not like sitting and basking in his glory or praise because you know he's done up until this point a lot of miracles and people are, ooh ah and everything but the point of the matter is he he doesn't want to stop moving forward and that's what we need to understand that in order for us to get better we need to move forward not to move on but to move forward with the memories of our loved one and honor our loved one by moving forward. This is very, very important. And so how it works is that we are an understanding that we are moving forward in life, trying to help others cope with traumatic events, uh, things that they themselves can't handle. And that's how we become the domestic church in our own Homes in our own neighborhoods, in our own country, and and I'd like to state this kind of like a patriotic uh, saying. You know, it, we've heard, "Let's make America great again." I think we can make America great again if we all go back to church. Huh? Do you agree? We make America great. We all go back to church. I mean, that, that's really where it's at. And, of course, I'm not suggesting anything other than a relationship with Christ. So how it works, and this program is built on uh, why things happen, how we get better, and who is the source and summit to our spiritual happiness and healing. Because death can throw us a curveball that can knock us unconscious. I mean, I know what it can do to you and so this program is designed to try to help you to uh, realize that there is a relationship going on. The question is do you want it? You know, we have here uh, well let me just read this. Bereavement Miracles is really a simple program. It's really a simple program. Uh, It's designed to help us, you and me, to find the mystical body of uh, the church which lives in the common good of one another. It's that simple, uh, but it emanates from the heart of Christ. Goodness emanates from the heart of Christ. And that, that's just a universal law, okay? Goodness emanates from the heart of Christ. It's for everybody. Now, you can choose through your free will uh, to give it to somebody else and move forward, or you can fall back and, and stick in the bog, you know, or worse than that. You can do things that are unbecoming so again this is very complex the whole thing is complex when somebody dies the point you have to understand on how it works is god doesn't ask you to understand all this stuff he just asks you to believe and if you folks can't believe right now believe because i believe because i'm a witness to it i am the real deal okay yeah my you know a sinner yes but i know that this works if you work it okay i as i said the other day in an interview i'm a a, a a theology junkie i can't get enough of just reading about god and this plan how it's just incredible so this beatific vision that my sister is now and my father's experiencing i don't know i um, you know, i hope to get there sooner than later right i mean i gotta call me home when it's ready uh, or an action that's going to happen that's you know it's an accident uh, but I'm certainly going to try to give it my all while i'm here so the whole point of this how it works is to develop a true reliance upon Christ that's how it works I do want to uh, before I go any further I should have done this before I started um, Said a little prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, today is the first day for this video um, platform. I do uh, pray for guidance to say the right things and to make sense uh, and to be a channel of Thy peace, so that um, what I or what the Holy Spirit says through me uh, brings the fold back uh, to. Your son to yourself uh, through the Catholic Church, uh, and I ask you through jesus name amen, okay, so step one hey we're getting to step one ah it's only uh I got twenty five more minutes, and uh so we'll pick this up next week. tell your friends about this program uh so step one after we read. <sighs> The preamble, and before I forget, I need to go back and we rely on this prayer throughout the week, and we recite it every time we, we meet, either in the rooms or on the radio. It's a serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, you you start to integrate that throughout the day. You start to realize that there are things that I can't change. Well, that's wisdom. There are things that I can change. That's wisdom. And in that, I can have serenity. There are answers that I can put forth, but there are also answers that God is already in the works uh, for me. So there are things that are unexplainable, and God is has a relationship with me. The question is: Is do I want one with Him? Now, before I get into step one, every week in my uh, meetings, whether it's on the air on the radio, we'll do this every week here, and also in the, the. uh, The meetings in uh, Meriden, Connecticut, which is on Tuesdays at three o'clock, everyone's welcome. Okay, Uh, we're not going to argue politics. We're not going to argue any kind of uh, other kind of religion and everything. You know, we're set on the Catholic faith. You take what you want and you leave the rest. That's it. But we're not there to argue. We're there to support people. That's it. Okay, that's how we get better. But this little book here. Can you see it? Jesus Calling by Sarah Young? This is a fen- phenomenal book, and it's a scripture-based. Um, I have one friend that is going or has been going through uh, some tough times, and uh, so I gave him this book. And he wasn't much of a say religious person, and he's this his life has changed because he's reading this daily reflection. It's just one page. Real simple, just one page. That's all you got to do is read one page, and I'm going to read it to you today for some reflection. Okay, today is July sixteenth. Self pity is a slimy, bottomless pit. Once you fall in, you tend to go deeper. Oh, that's the case when it comes to death, or uh, if you're going through a divorce, or you have Thoughts of suicide and you know, yeah. And deeper into the mire. As you slide down those slippery walls, you are well on your way to depression. Oh boy. And the darkness is profound. Yeah. A lot of people are on medication today. You know, and I'm not going to suggest that um that you stop taking any medication. I'm not doing that at all. What I'm suggesting is to put Christ in your life and like me, you might find that you won't have to take any medication. Your only hope is to look up and to see the light of my presence shining down on you. Though the light looks dim from your perspective, deep in the pit those rays of hope can reach you at any depth. While you focus on me and trust, you rise ever so slowly out of the abyss of despair. Finally, you can reach up and grasp my hand. I will pull you out into the light again. I will gently cleanse you, washing off the clinging mire. I will cover you with my righteousness and walk with you down the path of life. I mean what more can you ask you know this this is a, a wonderful thing that Jesus promises us okay so we're gonna take that and we're gonna plow it right into step one due to the loss of a loved one we admitted that our lives have become unmanageable well yeah when someone dies your life does become unmanageable wouldn't you say so, in, I'm going to try to paraphrase and talk about what's in these steps a little bit. Uh, if, again, if you'd like to call in on a free conference call, to, or you can just, you know, dial your uh, cell phone. Excuse me. I don't want to get confused in here. It's, um, let me just, uh, excuse me, it's 515 six oh four nine three four four. That's five one five six oh four nine three four four. Now the access code is nine one four one two one. Nine one four one two one. Okay? Now if you want to talk to me, if you have something on your mind in your heart, I'm here. I'm here for another half hour and then we'll pick it up next week. Okay? But I am here to try to help you. I'm not here to preach. I'm here to help you. Because you know people say, well why do you do this? It's because I've been asked to, right? God has asked us to help love one another. It's that simple. I don't need a priest to do this for me, you know. There's a a saying that I I kind of repeat in my head, that today a lot of people don't want to do what they prefer not to do and, and prefer to have someone else do it. And so I prefer to do it myself um make all the mistakes, but I'm out there. You know? And like John the Baptist, not to say I'm no John the Baptist, I am not. But the point of the matter is, is I don't I, I can't consider myself worthy enough to, to strap Jesus' sandals. No. But the point of the matter is is that I can point too. And you can too. You can help somebody. And if you're going through some tough times Help somebody that's how you get out of this. Uh, it's the ones that just will not have anything to do with anything anymore they um, They go deeper and deeper into depression, and that's what Sarah Young was just talking about. so Jesus is there, but we have to reach out and grab his arm, his hand so you know losing a loved one can be devastating, yeah, I mean for sure the overwhelming feelings of abandonment and the emotional and physical emptiness certainly can be crippling it, it, it I was I was so depressed when my sister died because she was my best friend we talked every single day every single day I mean she made me laugh my my wife and I loved when she would come over but you know being diabetic she had her health issues and um but you know when she died and she did not want to die you know she said to me I'm hoping um to beat this so I can help take care of mom when she gets older you know this poor thing she was legally blind she wore a boot all the time she was as sick as a dog and here she is trying to help somebody so this program is really dedicated to her and of course to uh, my good friend Sebastian Mafud's son uh, who also died uh, in birth um, Augustine Sebastian Matthew yeah so okay so when someone dies there is mental fatigueness you know you don't want to do anything and that's understandable remember folks bereavement or going through a divorce or having some thinking thinking thoughts or having something traumatic happen in your life maybe you've gone into the military and you come back and you're not the right person that you were it takes it takes what it takes it takes help you can't do this stuff alone you don't want to do it alone you want to have somebody else you want to have a system a system that actually works i'll tell you what my system is And the more I put into it, the better I sense, the better I feel, the better I think. Um, I go to church in the morning, morning mass. I read it once in a while. I give up communion pretty much all the time when uh, during the week. Uh, I do receive the sacraments of reconciliation. Um, I read my spiritual books, whether it's Sarah Young. I read the mass. Uh, Readings before I enter into mass because I might be uh, called to read, and that right right there starts setting the day up for a better, productive, and a thought-filled day. And of course, when I'm driving uh, to work, I recite uh, the um, rosary. So I do I do these things to try to prepare myself for. The oncoming day, life on life's terms is not easy, and it's unexpected, and you don't know what you're going to, what's going to happen, or how you're going to get hammered. Uh, but it is a process. Before I came on the air today, I was watching uh, EWTN. I think it was uh, something, a call to communion. It's a phenomenal program where people call in, and they have a a theologian there and they're able to um, explain things in great detail and to have that on TV and you just you know get a shot of uh, of religion and spirituality all in one you know you can kinda get up and say you know I, I don't feel alone because our temporal bodies are always kind of like it's like a bucket with water in it. We have there's a pinhole underneath it, and we, in all the liquid for, uh, drains out. And that's like us. Our um, what we learn yesterday, we forget today, and so we have to keep relearning these things. And that's why going on EWTN or going on uh, WCAT radio and listen to one of the downloads. Now we have. And with books and media on uh, YouTube, so we can be interactive. We can help one another. The whole point in this is that we can become happy again, and we can. And, and how we do that is we formulate a relationship with our higher power, which is God, with Jesus. And of course, when we say Jesus as the Catholic, we are also in, including the Blessed Mother, right? So all the richness, the beauty, right, This banquet tables that they talk about, these are all the gold nuggets that are available to us. But we forget. As Father Legault, and I offer up a prayer for Father. He's, um, he was a great instructor at Holy Apostles. Um, I heard he suffered a stroke. Uh, I pray for a speedy recovery, Father. Um, I really love you. You're a great guy. You, know, you reminded me of my, my grandmother from Canada. Father Lago said this in class one day. Man does not know that he does not know. Yeah, I would say so. We don't know that we don't know. And, you know, we walk, we walk around a lot of times like zombies. And so with this process that we need to continue to cultivate, and that's why, let me just point this out to you. There's no such thing as saying, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. Well, Satan is spiritual. Atheists are spiritual because they don't believe. I mean, you could could take this and go as far as you want with it. But it's all about, I'm religious, meaning that I practice a faith, practice charity, practice goodwill, practice bringing in this information every single day. That's religion. Religion is a playbook. That's all it is. It is divine revelation given to us in our hearts by God, and we can learn these things like maybe attending a college like Holy Apostles College and Seminary in Cromwell you can certainly go through their whole program whether it's a BA or MA online and it's extremely uh, affordable Uh, but the point of the matter is, is that when Michelle died and I started just walking and talking with God. I realized I didn't really have a relationship. So after two years of walking and talking four miles every day, from hell or high water, I realized that, okay, you know what? i got to go back to college and finish, it. first of all, my uh, minor degree. And I want to do it this time. I want to study that in which, when I know God, I'll be a better person. And, of course, being married for 35 years to a wonderful person like my wife Linda was really the 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 person who pushed me ever so gently, you know, stay involved with the church. And um, it's being married, and that's part of marriage today, uh, that we support one another uh, when these things do happen. And I went back started to study and I started to realize, wow, I didn't know that I didn't know. Okay. So there's questions that we have in uh and we're talking about step one on page 16. You know, people will say this, I certainly said this. How could you have taken uh how could you have done this to me? Why did you take my loved one away? You know, people will say, you know, I'm angry at God. Okay? Because we are emotional, and because we love this, is, we love like in the image and likeness of our creator, we love a lot. And when someone or a pet dies, it, it just pulls on us it, it, to the point where you can't even breathe. You don't know if you're going to make it the next day. And it's not uncommon for people to say, I, I wish I just died too or I wanted to go with them or when they came and took the 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 body out the corpse you you know you ran after the ambulance you know this is because we are in the image and likeness of our own creator we love and Jesus loved us and you can see how emotional he became when his friend Lazarus died And, and we are the same but we need that connection with our Lord and Savior our brother Christ who will help us get through this see the whole point of this program is not to point to me or point to this person or that institution or this or that it's to point to Jesus okay and how I understand Jesus in this temporal world is through the Catholic faith which I believe is the body of Christ the Catholic Church is the body of Christ and so having said that by getting as close tonight as I can to it I start to realize that hey, I'm not alone and that I can rely on this as long as I practice so since the death of my loved one my life has become unmanageable and. uh unmanageability has crept in and is sucking all the energy right out of me I mean that is definitely me that is what did happen to me I had an sense of, of grief because of the circumstances that surrounded uh, Michelle's death and it literally brought me to my knees I didn't know who to talk to I didn't know where to go I just put my shoes on and started walking and talking with God. And I cried the whole way. I was so brokenhearted. But it, for, I stayed with it every single day because God gave me a little sliver of hope every day, every day. I had to invest in myself, invest in myself, and try to align my thoughts with my Creator. And today, this is why I'm doing this. It's because I want you to know. You can do this. You don't have to think or assume that you're alone. You're not. Again, if you want to talk to me personally, it's 515-604. Um, geez, I, I, I've said this a 1,000 times. 9344. That's 515-604-9344. The access code is 914121. OK. So when someone dies it's like a dark cloud and it follows you around. I mean everywhere you go unless you get some help. Uh normal everyday activities, work related responsibilities, we, we we just not interested at all. Can't seem to do anything. Uh, the question of then what's the use of going on it enters everyone's mind but if you have a program like this bereavement miracles you can first of all know that you're not alone and that there are millions of people like myself that are praying for you today and every day that you come out of it and that we are you and me Uh, and others are the domestic church, right? The domestic church is in the household, praying for each other. That's how, this is why Pope Francis is so important to our religion today, because he's bringing it down to like an organic form, right? We don't want to get all tied up in structures and stuff. Structures meaning buildings and stuff like that but it's helping the other person. The The dignity of another person is absolutely critical in in our understanding of charity. And so the other person is more important than um, you know, a building or how much money we took in for the collection and whatnot. The dignity of another person is the most important issue that we're, we're faced today. That's why as we unfold, talk about these steps. This is why abortion doesn't make any sense. Obviously, we're we're killing people, but that dignity that we're talking about—that uh, everyone receives from God, right? This innate dignity is being denied, and it's not right. And we're people are not consumer items, and so we'll get to that as we move along. we got about 10 more minutes and we might pick up where we left off. Um, so within the cry for help, you know, and a lot of people, they they don't know where to go. Uh, we instinctively turn inwards, don't we, uh, for for answers. A lot of times when something happens, we immediately go into ourselves and we start to blame God. Or we ask God, what what happened? Why did you do this? Why? 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 So with that being said, we try to reason introspectively, right, this versus that, that versus this, circumstances, events, time, all these things we start to think introspectively. You know, could we have saved her? Could we have stopped this? Could we have prevented this? I could have done more. I should have done more and spent more and all that kind of stuff so our capacity to reason when someone dies is compromise when you are in emotional strife you are not going to be able to reason conceptually you're not it's just your emotional basket case so you have to understand that this is normal this is a process but the other part of this process the recovery process is why I'm doing this is to make you see that it's not out of sight out of mind recovery but it's dealing with it from a perspective of having relationship with Jesus and the Blessed Mother and a relationship with our departed loved ones who are now being embraced by our Lord Physically, spiritually, all you want to throw out there, they are being embraced by Christ in heaven, right? You know why they don't come back? It's because that embrace is not going to be there, right? That veil of sin, that veil of fear, that that blocks us out of sight, right? Not seeing him. Well once we we pass through this life into an our eternal life, <laughs> we're not going to want to come back I mean who wants if if you 've graduated from you ever graduate from from school and you go back to visit and you realize what am I doing here? Uh, I should have never come back here you know, and so you realize that this this is a process, you know everybody does it. Um, but they also come up with the same. Oh boy, I wish I didn't come here. Because we're spiritual folks, we can both know the uh, visible and invisible, meaning that we are spiritual beings. We have a soul, a will, an intellect, right? We can reason, right? We can think introspectively, right? Abstractly, and therefore we can know our Creator. How do we know our Creator? Through revelation. What is revelation? Well, that is God revealing that to us, right? We don't like just know God because we have a brain. We have to be, or God has to reveal Himself to us so that we, we will know Him. But animals don't have that privilege, right? They are kind of like, in a sense, pri- pri- um, prisoners in their own environment. They, they have to act a certain way. They behave a certain way. Um, and, then and, you know, they're born and they die. Well, we can have a life uh, filled with hope and unity uh, because we can think logically, introspectively, intelligently, reasonably, and know God, the divine mind. We can know him. And this is this is a fantastic opportunity for us to just put down our uh, insults and our our rhetoric and our political uh, uh, stances and arguments and all that kind of. And, and like my friend said, my my dear friend, my sponsor from AA, he said, Mike, when you point the finger, there's three fingers pointing back at you. Always remember. So put the hand down. And it's true, you know. When you point the finger, there's three fingers pointing back at you. So with that being said, our character, because we can know the visible and invisible from a natural and sensory perspective, natural and sensory is our taste, our eyes, how we hear, how we um, interact with our environment, okay? It enables us to to determine our aim. Right? We can actually take a suffering today, and that's what Catholics are called on, is to understand that, and we're going to finish in a few minutes, that our suffering can be turned around and to help others. Our suffering through uh, petitions of prayer, right? we can use our sufferings to help in a sense, like litigate, if you want to use that word, uh, those souls that are in purgatory. Because they can't pray for themselves. They can pray for us, and you can certainly call on those souls that are in purgatory that need more purification so that they can enter into heaven. And that's, that is what we believe as Catholics, that we can use our sufferings to better our best, the better ourselves, and to better Others, and that's why I'm doing it because my suffering, dealing with the death of uh, of my loved one, uh, sorry I haven't gone through a divorce, but a lot of people are. They're they're putting together outreach programs to try to help you to see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So, as Catholics, we become through the liturgy of the Mass, through our suffering, we are. Um, Within or we're in our Lord and Savior, who through His passion, death, and resurrection, when we receive that Eucharist, we are in um, in Christ, in His immaculate uh, suffering, and we are trying to then help others. And that's why we, me, and others that are trying to do this is to try to help you to understand that there is light at the end of the tunnel, and that you don't have to. Uh, that you can have balance back in your life and there are solutions which is our Lord and Savior so we didn't get very far today but that is um, a little bit of uh, what we go through each and every week on the radio we're going to be picking up um, from step on step one uh, next week so let your friends know that this program is on the air on YouTube We'll certainly have it available uh, for you to uh, upload and listen to. Um, if you have any questions, you know certainly uh, if you go to wcatradio.com. That's wcatradio.com, and you scroll down to programs. You'll see on Monday there's a link for Bereavement Miracles. And you can certainly leave a comment in my website right there for bereavement miracles. And I'll certainly get back to you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Mike Frey, Michael Frey. Um, and uh, we're gonna finish I'm gonna finish with petitions of prayer and some prayers and, and that's how we end each and every meeting in, in Meriden. Okay? Well our first uh, Video, live video, went pretty good. It's a little warm in here. I got the door shut. It's about 100 degrees outside, and I can see my, my complexion is not as, as uh, beautiful as it usually is. But uh, be it as they may, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord, thank you for another brief miracles. We do uh, thank you, Sebastian and I, for going on a YouTube live. We do pray for all of those that will be watching this program. We ask uh, that those that are have a heavy heart because they've lost a loved one or they're going through a divorce or they have some thoughts of suicide, that they will reach out to someone in their local community or to this program. And we try to help one another um, to come back to the church and to be integrated uh, as uh, a collective uh, unity and through hope that we will someday all be together as a happy family in heaven. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Spread the effects of grace, Mary, of thy flame of love, and your loving devotion, Joseph, for all your family, throughout all of humanity. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Remember, folks, I love you. My wife loves you. My immediate family loves you. And if you're going through some tough times, find somebody to talk to. Don't do this alone. Don't white-knuckle through life, okay? We're friends through faith, family, and and fellowship. We can shoulder through this, okay? Don't give up. Don't ever give up. And pray to Jesus. Pray, pray, pray to Jesus, okay? And if you feel comfortable, go back to church and sit way in the back if you have to. But you can do this. I love you. We'll see you next week. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the program and will join us back for another show on WCAT Radio. This is Sebastian Mahfoud. Good day.